about the reality as a body. You know, we're talking about the reality of big M mind, you know, the mind. It's different. This reality is presupposed, and I don't know if it really holds much water, I'll tell you the truth. But the reality of mind, because this is definitely not giving everything all the meaning it has. This has been given a meaning already. The mind gave this a meaning. It gave this thing a meaning of being a no-thing. Yeah? It's the mental condition has claimed to be the seer, the feeler, the taster. Excuse me. And all of these things, and its whole movement is the claim. That's the only way it seems to have a life, is to claim one, and it's using us to, to do that claiming, yeah? Because the, sleep, the seeing isn't really being noticed or honored. We're busy looking, which is a self-centered way of seeing, yeah? Seeing isn't like a focused intention of getting something or being afraid to lose something. That's looking. Seeing is just like the innate nature of what we are, awareness. We're aware of the thoughts, but the way we're aware of the thoughts, we forget our real role in them, and we take ourselves to be the thinker of them. Yes? There's a feeling when a thought is noticed that you and I are somehow the object of the thoughts, or we're the thinking of the thoughts. The thinker of the thoughts. This wasn't in place when you were young, and it doesn't have to be the dominant place now in your life. Because if the mind changes, which it can, the effect and the influence of thoughts will change dramatically. The more the mind knows of itself, the less it will, less it will fall prey to these advertisements. Yeah? And the lightness you're trying to find in your life will be brought into it by you you will bring lightness into the situation instead of trying to get lightness out of the situation. Yeah? Because we know damn well when we're trying to get out of the situation lightness, it just initiates managing and controlling. And what goes along with that, if it's a failed system managing and controlling, is anxiety that you're not gonna, it's not going to work because it hasn't. Yeah? You haven't been able to pull it off. And you really will never be able to pull it off. Because we're relying on, on the wrong aspect of mind. We're relying on a mental condition instead of the mind condition. And that's where the freedom lies. So if you can see, that simple starting point can just be used as thoughts. Yeah? And we, the ones of us who have been in recovery... We've already had the evidence that they can't be my thoughts because a lot of people that go to recovery meetings seem to have your thoughts. Yeah. They do, don't they? That's why we identify with people who suffer from alcoholism because we suffer from alcoholism. Yeah. Other people come in, they won't laugh at the jokes we laugh at because they don't have that simpaticoness. They don't have, they're not identified with that way of thinking. But we are. And the whole point is everyone is having the same thoughts, the same feelings, and the same reactions to life, but we're having a really difficult time recognizing that because the juice of the root of the problem is you feel you're so, per- you're so particularly you. It's a sense of being terminally unique. That's being produced because there's no evidence to point that out. 
that you're terminally in need. The evidence is you're having the same thoughts everyone else is having in this room, you're feeling similar things, and you're reacting to life in similar ways. There's more commonality than uniqueness. And you can take, you can get it in one meeting, if you go to a couple of months of meetings, it's going to become obvious that the thoughts I'm living as I'm the thinker of them, they're alcoholic thoughts. Yeah, if you want to give them that tall title, because all these alcoholics seem to have them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the feelings, that feelings of uncomfortably known skin. How many times have you heard that at meetings? Person says, Oh, the first thing I noticed is I'm uncomfortable in my own skin. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You don't, you don't see that the, the, the goo of the, of the dis ease is the sense of being a separate, unique individual when you're not. We're basically like all Fords. We drive like a Ford, we smell like a Ford, we turn like a Ford, and yet we're amazed about how I'm driving and smelling and turning because we don't take into consideration we're all Fords. We're thinking we're Cadillacs or Fiats or something else, and in fact, we drive like every other alcoholic, we smell like every alcoholic, we turn like every other alcoholic, hence, we can't be that. Yeah? We can't be the basic premise of the story that I'm a unique, independent, separate entity when all the, all the, most of the activities of life that would cause us to feel so unique have been revealed not to be unique at all because others have them. Others are having the same thoughts. And they could be, I, went, I remember I went to India, I went to meetings, they thought the same way we do. They thought in a different language, but the exact same way. The same feelings, the same reactions to life. And there was a sympathy, there was like a connection with them because we all lived under the same tyranny and we were free from it. Yeah? Where is the uniqueness in that? Where's the independence? Where is the separateness? If we were truly unique and independent, separate, yes, then we would have to have our unique, separate, and independent solution. But we're taking a solution that has been applied to millions of people and it's worked because we're not millions of people. Yeah? Self-centeredness, if held as yours, is the me. That's what it is. Self-centeredness is just a simple thought interpretive system, but when it's what it's occupying takes is fall under, falling underneath it, it calls it me. That's all. Yeah? It's its greatest camouflage. If you would have called it Sam, you would have immediately entertained, I can get away from Sam. If you called it like a disease, you would do anything to fucking get out of it. But because you call it me, it, it's shielded from a lot of investigation. Its, its reluctance to be, get better is your reluctance to get better. Its denial is your denial. Yeah? Its like hesitation and not being truthful are your hesitations in not being truthful. How? By the identification as. If you could see it as a foreign installment, it would open you up to the possibility you could be free from it. If you keep seeing it as you, all you can do is try to make it better, you know, civilize it, socialize it, therapize it, yeah? And how will, and it's always going to be a vigilant endeavor because its habit is to go contrary to the way you'd like to go, yeah? 
It's, and it's going to keep wanting to go contrary. So you're going to be constantly trying to manage and control what cannot be controlled. Why? Because you have no power over it. You're under its sway. That's what AA finally realized. You're under the sway, and there's only the only way it's going to work is if you find a power greater than self, because it hadn't been working underneath the self. Obviously. The self was getting, getting away with murder, constant murder, and you were doing the time. So this case is, you see, all right, they got an idea, all right, how we can circumvent this of self trying to get ourself. We'll now surrender our life to care of a power greater than ourself. Yeah? Okay. And what happens is we found that selfing, the parasite of alcoholism, only respects another power, and it has to be greater than it. You're not going to win it over. You're not going to like conjole it into doing it. It's just going to have you until another power gets inserted that puts a stop to it. And they found a solution. Yeah, Alcoholics, alcoholics working with each other because they have that commonality. They've lived under the same tyranny. And now, with a higher power of everyone else's understanding, it doesn't have to be one higher power, you can have a freedom from that parasite at least every day. It's not a promise for the rest of your life, it's a promise for the rest of today. Yeah? And if you keep entertaining this possibility, you'll be freed, for all intents and purposes, from alcoholism. And that's happened. But how it happened with me was not by me taking that to be me. It was recognizing I'm not that. That's what brought a radical freedom from it. The other one was all maintenance and, and vigilance. This is much more relaxed, like a free-range alcoholic. I'm freed from having to fucking wash the windows of the coop so I can see better. I can see quite well now. Yeah. I see blue is blue and red is red. I'm not that confused anymore. about, And especially about metaphysical questions at all. I may be confused where my keys are, but I'm not confused about what's going on. Yeah? Because all I, I know, all that's going on is all that I am. Yeah? I've been at every scene of every crime. Yeah? Every, every feeling I had a problem, there was me. Every feeling I didn't, I got relieved of the problem, there was me. Now, I'm not, I'm just saying that me there was, there was already without a me. Yeah? You are there. You are the there. You are the here. It's not like you as a me gets there only to leave and then get there again and on and on. But you are that which you're seeking. And it's true. I was just busily looking for what I am instead of stopping and entertaining and questioning what I'm not. When I realize that, therefore I am. You know? In other words, this goes like, I am not, therefore I am. Instead of, I, I am, therefore I'm this. No, that didn't work for me. I am not, therefore I am. That's the conclusion that happens. And it's not a mental or intellectual study. It's a recognition. It's a revelation. You find out what you are by seeing what you're not. Yeah. And what you are not is all the pointing that... that see... If you had 70,000 thoughts a day, let's say you just have 1,000 thoughts that are moving through your consciousness today. Just 1,000. They say you have 70,000 popping up, but just 1,000. And each one of those thoughts was held as yours or about you somehow. Yeah? 
So I use the word mind to represent the selfing's act of claiming to be the thinker. The my is the bridge in which tons of meaning are given to the thoughts. If you really look, it's an invisible bridge. There is no claimer. There is no one who's seeing, feeling, tasting, touching. You don't have to blow it up. You recognize there is no bridge. All there is is inference, implication, insinuation, assumption. But there's nothing. It's there is nothing there that it's pointing at. It's just pointing at there. <laughs> but there's nothing there that it's pointing at. Yeah, you'll see it. And what happens is the pause is the sense when you see the pointing. And the mental state, the mind hasn't made the leap into what's being pointed at. And that what it feels like when the mind is what it is, seeing the pointing, is a pause. It doesn't make the leap into be what's pointed at, at. There's a stop and there's a pause. That's what I am. I am that pregnant, aware pause. It's not filled with anything. Yeah? But it has a lot, it has a bigger sense of what I am than any fucking thought that was implying I was a loser or this or this body and stuff like that. So, you see the pointing, alright. Just like I was, I was, you know, um, in Toronto. So, okay, you tell the story about the knee. I hurt my knee. Sort of sounds like I went in the water with a hammer and then, you know, I just started banging it, you know? Doesn't it? When you hear the statement, it seems like I did it. I heard it, yeah? And maybe there's some volitional, some volition lent to it. Like, I did it on purpose, you know what I mean? It's fucking insane. And so this language that you're listening to, yeah, all day, is, is implying that you have something to do with something you have nothing to do with a lot, yeah? And every time you start owning what you have nothing to do with it, you get weighed down by that owning yeah? Just like that statement, whatever you have has you. Yeah? So now you have all the thoughts, and then the thoughts have you as an experience. Yeah? You are the thinker, and therefore all the thoughts have you now. If you want freedom from thoughts, it's at the thinker, not with the thoughts. The thoughts are just facilitating something. Just ask a simple question Am I a thinker? All those times I've heard people share at recovery meetings, and they felt so like me. Why don't you let that bit of information in? It could change a whole lot of things, yeah? Why is this incredible denial just to hold on to this specialness and uniqueness that's not serving you whatsoever? When you realize... There's the point, thinking, thinking, my thinking, feelings, my feelings. They're being used to point that there's a you that's having them, yeah? If you don't make that leap, there's nothing you need to do to have relief from it. You've just done all you needed to do, you saw it, yeah? But what usually happens is there's not the seeing of it, and then immediately, very quickly, you're looking from it. You're looking from Paul. You're looking from Deb, yeah? Now, the, all the meaning, all the heaviness will be distributed as it's going to be distributed, and you'll, your whole life will be displaced from now into yesterday and tomorrow, and you'll be so wanting just to get into this moment once, and it'll seem to be like a Herculean task when you could never even be out of any moment. 
but the feeling will be so fucking real. I'm disconnected. I can't, da-da-da-da. I'm telling you, it's made up. And the only way it has any play is a couple of things are in place before you end up there. Yeah? You're the thinker, you're the doer, you're the feeler. When that assumption get, goes in place, it rushes right back to, this is unfucking bearable and yet I have no recourse to get out of it. Know why? Because you were never fucking in it. It's been made up. You cannot leave an imaginary place. You can't. The mind may get tired of the entertaining it, and so you'll feel like you're gone, and then maybe an hour later it starts entertaining again, and then you seem to be back in, and you don't know why it freaking hits you, because nothing actually has happened. You're just getting swatted by a mental process. You know, far, close, connected, disconnected. I'm so crazy today. No, you're fucking not. You're not crazy at all. If you would just wake up to being awake, because you already are awake, but we're not waking up to that fact. We keep looking for it from what we're not, and therefore it's ensured you'll never find it. You'll never find it. You, it's impossible to find what you are. You'd have to be something else to do that. It's impossible to find what you are. You would have to be something other than that to do it. The only way you can find what you are is to be something other than what you are. That's what we're attempting. We're identified as what we're not, and we're trying to find our authentic self. Good luck. You're looking from it right now. We've been displaced very, very subtly. But now it's got a lot of time and space to progress, and it has for many of us. We're really out to lunch. We're not conscious of being conscious. We're not aware of being aware. We're not awake to being awake. Yeah. So someone says, hey, you're always going to be awake. You've never not been awake. Sounds great, but if your experience doesn't go with it, it's not going to be, it's not going to have any nutri nutritive value. Yeah? But when you awake to the awakeness, when you actually have entertained what you're not, you will feel it. And then you don't need any assurance or reassurance from yourself or anyone else because being on is fuckingly fucking obvious. Yeah? It's indisputable when you're conscious of it. You know what I mean? You, and then you may read things that just further the conviction because you, it all makes sense finally. You and I give everything all the meaning it has. I always used to be wild about how could something be a problem one day and not a problem the next day and then a problem the next day. You know what I mean? It was based not on it, but on what it was appearing to. That's all. And you know that? That's you and I. That's what it's appearing to. So, when I heard you were giving everything on the meaning it has, it was a giant avalanche of a download because I saw it as it just explained years and years of misperception here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, a, I was, I just assumed that I was something wrong with me, I was out of lack, I had to go shopping all the time to get something. All of these assumptions got, got away with murder in the darkness of my own nature. I was fucking not aware that I was aware. And so the awareness was being used to be aware of all this shit that wasn't happening that day. 
was constantly worried about what people thought, and those people probably never thought of me at all. You know what I mean? It was, in, it was absurd the lengths I went to, to, to follow the gymnastics of the thought system. You know, like this lady said at a meeting, she says, you know, I'm so obsessed with self, all I think about is me. Yeah? And she says, you know, it's, it's so crazy, I think everyone else is thinking about me. And she assumed that it was this me they were thinking about, but everyone is thinking about me. Everyone is thinking about their own little private Idaho me, yeah? That's the real thing. Self-centeredness is just an interpretive system, but when claimed, when, be, when identified with, it becomes me. It's the working, it's the working fundamental programming. You're looking at everything from this very unique, special place called me. I remember I walked into the Lancy Street, two years in there, and all I saw everyone from was me. And they saw me as a you, a washed-up junkie, and with that view, they treated me exactly for what I needed. All the while, I was arguing and everything, but don't you understand it's me? No, they understood really well it wasn't me. I was a, just a, a junkie you. And they knew exactly what to do for that junkie you. And I thrived in that situation. But as soon as I left, the me became dominant again, and I was out using it in like a fucking few days. Yeah? Because I want relief. I don't want, I may not want relief from you, this you, but I definitely want relief from the me. The me is driving me crazy. This you isn't driving me crazy. It's driving me in places, but not crazy. The me, as the, as the driver of the vehicle of the you, is driving me and this you crazy. Yeah. Follow what it says and if you're in recovery. The root of the problem is, you know, obsession with self, extreme self-centeredness. All right, entertain it a little bit more. What would extreme self-centeredness look like? I'm identified as a self. That's a pretty damn extreme self-centeredness. That I take myself to be a foreign thing? I mean, no matter how much coke I did, I never thought I was cocaine, ever. Never, not once. No matter how delirious I was, I did not think I was a base, a powder. You know what I mean? I didn't. But we're starting, we're starting, starting from an insane place of identification as what we're not. We're starting our days there. Can you imagine what hay you can get up to for those 24 hours you got? To get there, it would take fucking years to lose your own sense of what you are and become identified as what you're not. We're starting there. We start every day from there. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine if there was another person and you vaguely saw them in, in a window and then years were spent to become just like that person? You followed them, you wore all the clothes they wore. It would be a big production. You kill the people that, you know, they're going out so they're only left with you and then you would hope that you'd be absorbed and become them. That's pretty insane. We start there. We start there every day. <laughs> We take ourselves to be what we're not, and we seemingly live from there, and that living leaves so many holes, we're driven through seeking to try to get something, because it's not a living, it's an interpretation. And we don't even know, it's like we've been slipped the Mickey, but the Mickey is me, you know? We've been slipped the me, and we've gone on to this trance, you know what I mean? And we're starting from such an insane place, we think if I 
like I tell you, when I was out there after four years of active alcoholism, all my dreams were shrunk down to I hope you know my idea of success was not to be arrested. That was a fucking incredible thing. A kid, I wanted to be a marine biologist. By the time I was 16, I was hoping for I wouldn't be arrested. That was my idea of success. You know how much an occupation takes from you? Actively drinking and using, or not actively drinking and using, actively beings or living as what you're not. It's taking, taking, taking. And what you get back is a stale interpretation of life. If you were feeling alive, would you have any sense of wanting to jump off a bridge with a bungee cord on your ankle? Probably not. These things, these giant extreme adventures would have no business because you'd be content as, as it's going on. But we're just, we're like, I gotta fucking shock myself into feeling alive once, you know what I mean? I gotta push myself to the point of I may die to get off, you know? That's fucking incredible. That's telling us how far it's gone, you know? That there, there is no journey to get back, and yet it seems so fucking long to get back to what we are. Because we're looking at it from what we're not, and it's going to play that song. It's going to say, you've got to do something, you've got to have something to be something. And that's not true. You are something already. You can't do and have yourself into a state of being you can do and have yourself into another mental state. Yeah. The state of being, once recognized, is home. It will be the lover of all lovers with you every day. You can rely on it, because it hasn't blinked ever. It's not coming or going. It's not trying to increase its size or limit its size. It's a whole other beast altogether. No time involved in it. Yeah. It was here before I even sat down, and it will be here after I go, seemingly. If there's nowhere for it to go, it fills every little space of itself. Why not open to that? Why not? Well, maybe it would bring a leavening agent on your days. You could travel a little lighter. Yeah. You know. And traveling lighter begets more traveling lighter. You know, you open up to a possibility, it becomes a probability, there's going to be a lot more probability. You know, it's like, finally, the reality machine that you're using to give everything all the meaning it has, and you've been making some insane things real, like time, now gets turned on making real real. Yeah? What a beautiful combination. You won't believe the results when you've started entertaining with your reality giver, reality. <laughs> Look at how juicy it's become giving your reality to things that aren't real. What, what, what could possibly happen, it's great to find out, is to give reality to what is real. Yeah? I mean, it's mind-boggling. I swear to God, a fundamental shift in how you travel here can occur. I mean, radically. Yeah? And it's not like I hadn't tried. I did a lot of spiritual practices and everything like that. But nothing radically shifted the playing field as this message has. Yeah? It took everything the way it is, but just dropped it about 20 feet into a deeper relaxation. And now things don't have to change, and I travel a whole lot lighter through them, where I was so heavy out trying to change everything up there. Yeah? 
Now I've come to accept what I couldn't accept before, and there's a lot of joy and peace from that. Yeah. that could, I could never have thought myself into it. I could never have conjured myself there. It has to be found out. Yeah. It has to be found out so that will resonate those statements that, you know what, the seeker is the sort. It's true. What you've been looking for is what's looking right now. All the different symbols you've made of it, they'll all pale in comparison to be the, the relaxation, to be the contentment, instead of trying to get contentment. Yeah? It's totally different. You'll lose the need to be liberated, because the only thing that needs to be liberated is what you're not. What you are doesn't need to be liberated. Yeah? It's fine and dandy right now. I found this message helped when I heard it. Yeah? It triggered something that was, it was like an avalanche that was just ready to happen. They just needed to have that one sound to start the whole thing. I needed to hear it from outside. And once I heard it, it was like an unspoken yes. Something avalanched, and it's become the last answer. All in all, it really doesn't demand anything, but what it triggered in me was entertaining it. And it's like, it's a never-ending entertaining, because it doesn't end. It doesn't begin, there's no middle in it, it's just always on, yeah? And so when you match your onness to its onness, the light gets bright. Yeah? Instead of letting your honest be hijacked so it makes it like it's off, and then you're looking for what you are outside. You're hoping this next relationship will do it. Instead of seeing the relationship as a, as a vehicle of expression, before I was seeing a relationship for me getting something from it. Yeah? I want something. Yeah? On and on, everything. I want something. Now it's like a form of expression. I'm in a relationship. I love it. I go to go home. I love it. You know, because there's what I am is just dying to express itself in the most mundane situations. Actually, I find it better. The simpler, the better, really. Yeah, because you don't get you don't get lost anywhere. Hello. Hello. You coming for your yearly hit or something? Yes. Yeah, it's all right. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the once every three year prescription. That's no, good. Actually, no? Not, that long. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> we have a new and improved pill that should work tonight, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, one of the biggest things that happened with me when I heard this message was the template we try to talk about here was in place, and I didn't know it, yeah? So when I heard this message, and the message was, you're a lion, I liked it, yeah? And I, here it comes, and I was going, yeah, I like, I'm a lion, I'm a lion, I'm a lion. But once it got caught, yeah, my mitt, my mental mitt went up and caught it my, at, at the point of ear, <laughs> it became a different message, which is, I can become like a lion. 
doesn't sound too different, but it's hugely different, yeah? Okay, so then I went to other meanings. And you would think the more you heard, the quicker it would end. But no, the template's pretty fucking stubborn. You can go to 800 satsangs, and you may be hearing it, the message is, I'm a lion, but it's going to be translated as, I can become like a lion. Which is hugely different. Hugely different. Because, once again, if you're going to become like something, you are already something. Yeah? That's already established. So the identity's already been established. And if it's a false identity, all the time attempts to become like something else will reinforce the false identity. It won't weaken the false identity, it will reinforce it. So, if the sheephood is in place and you hear uh, the idea of being a lion, and it turns into, I can become like a lion, all the pursuit of becoming like a lion will reinforce the sheephood. Yes? So what you call a noble endeavor, let's say meditation, doesn't escape from being used by the mental state. It will be used by the mental state to provide the information to produce a sense of being the meditator. Now, if there's a meditator that's not being addressed, the meditation may not be, it may not be used the way you're thinking it's being used. The selfing may have a little plan with it, which is it's just going to build a different beast. So now you're going to have robes and a calm, loving gaze, but you're still up the ass of self. In a way. You're identified as being a meditator. Yeah? Okay, so all right, now you're going to try something else. But the te- same template will be put on it. And then it can get really subtle. You'll now try to be a non-self as a self. Yeah, you've now heard a message that there is no self, but the selfing will hear that in an attempt to become a non-self as a self. Very subtle, but it's, it's also insane. <laughs> so, because when the mental process wants to become something, it's totally conceptualized. Yeah? It's only going by its own ideas. It has, it's not in a, mo- in a mode of finding out. It already thinks it knows what it would be like to be free or actually what it would look like to be free. It doesn't give a shit about the freedom. It just wants to see if it can mimic what it would think freedom would look like. And therefore, you're on that pursuit, yeah? And you think that by doing something noble, it's going to be freed from that taking over or claiming it won't be. Yeah, that's one of the sad things I learned. (laughs) Because I did a lot of meditation, this and that, and the beast was being built quite well in those pursuits, yeah? And after a while, I realized it doesn't matter what the pursuit is, it's how it's framed. If you're the pursuer, then the pursuit can be used to reinforce the pursuer. Yeah? Even, if it, even if it's promised to lead you to freedom, it won't lead you to freedom from, it will lead you to a false path of freedom as. Yeah? You'll, you will hope that you can come, become free as a self. Yeah? Which is impossible. We say it in recovery, self can't get out of self, yeah? A great master says you can't use the mind to seek the mind. You can't use the light to seek the light. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. That's the dilemma, yeah? It's not going to... And he said it beautifully. He says, it doesn't matter if you do this for eons, nothing will happen. So it's a very nice little... He's saving us a lot of time if you can hear it. You know, like they said, like Jesus says, you have ears to hear and the eyes to see. You can get this message, yeah, very clearly, that you are what you're looking for. 
Yeah? But not as what you're looking for. You know, not as that feeling of being Paul. That's a disguise. Yeah? That's a disguise. And the Paul's never going to be able to look through the Paul. Yeah? You just see you're not that which is implying to be that. And then you find out what you are, which is exactly what you've been looking for. The seeker is the sort. The seeker is the sort. Yeah? But it's never, it's never found by seeking. Yeah? It's when you give up the ghost, then you find out that's what you've been looking for, what was looking out of your head all this time. It makes such a, it seems like such a small shift, but it changes everything. Now, the way you approach things makes sense. Yeah, you start seeing blue and, as blue and red as red. A lot of the distortion or the, it's like walking around, you're seeing, but you have like 50 layers of saran wrap around your head, yeah? You could say you're seeing, but it's not that clear, yeah? You're like, a lot of it is like, you're just assuming shit. I think there's a bear out there, whatever. You can't really tell because you can't see through all the the layers, yeah? So this is about removing the layers, and then the seeing and seeing, it seems like it comes back, but it never left. It's just that the obstacles or the shades that were pulled are removed, and then it dawns on you, seeing, yeah? Seeing. And now you see the thoughts, and the emphasis is on the seer, not on the mental interpretation that there's on the thinker, but you see the thoughts, yeah? Which you've never not been doing. In this form, it's called hearing, but it's seeing, yeah? Seeing is just moving out of different gates. It goes through the ear canal, then it's hearing. So some animals see through smell. Yeah, it's all seeing, it's all awareness, but it, it moves through different gates and have it as experiences here. It's not defined by the gate it moves through. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what's hearing is the same thing that's seeing, feeling, tasting, touching. Yes, but it can't be seen, heard, felt, tasted, or touched. It is so subject, there's no way in hell you could be removed from it to know it. It's impossible. See, that's the, that's the crux. Everyone's driven to know something, like a topic, but you can't know what you are as a topic. If you could, it wouldn't be what you are. Obviously, see? If you could know what you are as a topic, that wouldn't be what you are. Can we interact or you're talking? No, no, interact a little while. And especially you're late, so you didn't have any credits, so you, know, you can't be uh, asking. I didn't know I was coming to you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've been in class. <laughs> what? I said credit. Oh, credit, yeah, that is. Well, I have, a, I have my little mental accountant, and it, I remember your file, so yes, yes. Oh, here's some, someone else late, too. Jesus Christ. Hey, it's all right. in flow. All right, come on in, come on in. Yes, start again. I have another meeting. You mind? You can leave any time. I'm going to go off. Come on, I can't. I don't, yeah, I can't backtrack anymore. So let's go. I we need to use the bathroom now. We have a little break. Yes. All right, we're ready. Good to see you guys. Yeah. <sighs>
Doesn't it feel like that's surrounded, that sound? Like with silence? Listen to it. Listen to it. And then feel this, there's a, a spaciousness that that's encapsulated in. Yeah? And when it goes away, that silence is still there. Yeah? So we think that voices, yeah, are coming in and of themselves, but they have to have the, suspe- the space to be heard in. That's the mind. That's the presence, yeah? The presence is like the context, and everything we're calling the context of a life is content, yeah? The content will come and go, but it, nothing will come and go in the context. Yes? It's not playing that game. But without, it's like a negative and a positive picture. The negative, you can produce tons of positives from. If you have the negative, you can make a copy of that picture over and over and over again. But you can't make a negative from the positive. Yeah? You can't make, this is what we're calling the positive but in fact, the real, real juice is in the negative. Nothing is like the negative, and what we call something is the positive. Yeah? The negative can make tons of this, which it does all day, but the positive cannot make the negative. Yeah? You can't use something to find nothing. Yeah? You realize you're not something, and that you are nothing. Yeah? you realize that what you call your presence is truly inherently absent. You are not a thing. You are not a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? Your mental state is just filled with this little idea, and it produces a false presence that has to be in time because it has to be remembered. The feeling of being Steve has to be remembered. It has no source to issue out of itself. So you remember this presence in what's absent, basically, past and future. Yes? When you realize this isn't present, yeah? when you realize there is no self, that's, that you have seen the inherent absence of it, that's when you sense the presence. Yeah? You are not going to sense the presence as this fake presence. It's going, to, it's going to elude you, elude you with all your investigations. You won't find it because it's like the fish having investigations of the water. It can't seem to find it because it's in the water. Yeah? It's totally submerged in it, so it doesn't recognize it. Yeah? It's just like gravity. No one, no one was bitching about gravity tonight in San Francisco at the dinner table. Not one. Yet everybody's under its influence all day, every day. Because it's all day, every day, you don't know gravity. It's only, even when you climb up the hill, you blame the hill when it had nothing to do with the hill. It was just moving up, moving against the gravity, yeah? But when, if you were put in without any study, without any nobility or anything, into an anti-gravity chamber, you would know the effects of gravity. Yeah? Something that you haven't been able to pick up for 40 years, you would know it in a split second. By what? It's absence, yes? That's it. When you... 
The stubbornness of the mental state is to take what's absent to be present. For that presence to seem real, it has to forget the presence. It has to make what's actually so absent so that it feels like it's so. Yeah? If it, if it lingers or misses a, a moment or something like that, there's an intervention of a possibility. Yeah? Like when you're doing something you love and you're not engaged in the remembrance of self, there's a freedom there. You feel great doing that. But usually you make the mistake and we think it's the action that brought, about, brought it about. It wasn't. It was the remembrance of self got short-circuited. You weren't remembering self and therefore you were freed from self. Yeah. You were inherently absent. Then you could sense the presence of the water and everything else. And it's so fucking enriching that you want to be there next time, which causes it not to seem to do so. Because the mental state will reinvigorate its presence, and therefore the truth will be absent. Yeah? So now you get into this terrible situation where you want to be there to get it. Yeah? You want to be there to get this message. And that's an impossibility. Yeah? You want to have an experience of your own absence. That's an impossibility. You, as the false presence, will never get your absence. Yeah? When you realize you're not the false presence, that's it. Yeah? That, that, that very eluding presence will be seen so obviously as you <laughs> that you will now have the hit that there's no need for any thought or effort on your part to open up to it, you just can't open up to it as a you. Yeah? If you open up to it as Paul, that's going to block it. If you just open up, there'll be a realization there is no Paul. Yeah? So finally, you sense a presence. <laughs> you feel a new power flowing, like it says in recovery. You become conscious of the presence, and the requirement is you sort of become unconscious of you. You stop fucking being up your ass of self all day. Let your interested attention come off of that dead carcass and let it enrich your life. Today. Right now. No promise for the future. There isn't one. But you will feel alive now and that's what we're sorely missing. We're hoping we'll feel alive tomorrow because we don't feel alive now and maybe we're ruminating of once when we thought we were alive then. But it seems to be escaping us because we're too busily looking here. To get out of self is a forgetfulness. Not, re not trying to get out of self as a self. You get out of self by forgetting the self. Yeah? You lose interest in it. And how it worked with me is it took out the great jewel of all the activities of selfing. I thought it was about me. When I entertained, hey, that's fucking not about me. I lost interest in all that's, that's facilitating that bondage of self, and therefore the bondage was seen through. Yeah? And seeing through it, the bondage was not... It would never have happened, never does happen. So the freedom from the bondage is prior to the bondage, not after the bondage. After the bondage, you're there who was bound, or who doesn't want to be bound. Prior to the bondage, there's no you. And you see, the bondage is of the you, of the self. Yeah. 
That's the bondage. That's why it says in recovery, the bondage of self. It's an activity. It doesn't say bondage to self, because there is no self. But there's the bondage of self, which is the mind believing itself to be one. When it's, that's true, the false presence becomes present, and the presence becomes absent, seemingly. It can't be absent, but it can appear to be absent to the false presence. Because why? That's the presence. The presence, taking itself to be something false, will give the meaning to the real presence as absent. Yes? You are the reality. You are giving everything all the meaning it has. You can give the meaning of reality to make it seem like it's unreal, because you are the reality. Yeah? For you to be here, for you to be here, the presence has to be absent to you. That's why people are busily searching for it. There's a feeling it's not here, but the feeling coincides with a huge feeling of you being here. And it's important to put it together. Why the presence seems absent is your presence. You want to have it both ways. I want to be present, and I want to sense the presence. It's not. It hasn't worked, nor will it ever work. So in recovery, they realized it. Maybe not to this extent, but they knew, hey, these people who suffer from alcoholism have to get out of self. They just have to. It's not even a choice. Because they're, they're going to need a fucking professional divine proctologist if they don't. I mean, they're going to be stuck up that ass so deep, they won't know what's ha- what hit them. You know? So they, did these, so they used the tried and true method. Do some service. What happens? You get out of self. What happens when you're out of self? You feel available. It makes you, some people describe it as, oh, I felt big or spacious. That's just the availability being noted, yeah? What happens when you're available? You're of service, yeah? You're available, you're present, and therefore you can be of service in the presence, yeah, in this present moment, because why you're available? You have to see it, don't you? Here you are, presence. You as the false presence, working really hard to get there. So let's say there's an epiphany. And an epiphany is like a pretty interesting event. It doesn't come with usually any warning. It just interrupts your linear story of being Paul. And there's freedom from the bondage of self for a period of time. But I've noticed when it ends, it usually coincides with this little string of thoughts, which is, I'm having this incredible epiphany. As soon as the absence becomes present to what's going on, it makes the present absent. It's now an experience you had. Yeah? The epiphany was not anything you had. It was the absence of you. But as soon as the false presence arises, it it claims the absence as an experience. Yeah? And now you're once again present. You, you're written into being there when there wasn't any you there. Yeah. Once again. It claims, it, the heist is, is successful, now you have an epiphany, we have nothing fucking to do with it. You put it on your little spiritual mantle, please, and then it's usually used to invalidate tons of other moments later on. Because none of them are going to measure up to that. Because you weren't there. 
That's why it was so fucking profound. Now you won't give, won't give up the bit. You want to be there when it gets profound again. It ain't studying profound. Try it. You can try it any way you want. You can't beat the house wins. You can't beat it on the casino. I don't care how much you do and have. You cannot have yourself into a state of being. All you can have yourself into is a mental state. That's it. The being is already complete. You can't arrive there. It's just a constant giving up the ghost because the stubbornness of this thing is sort of like something that will... It goes to the front door, then then it goes to the side window, then the skylight, then the cellar. It's just going to try to keep selling you. Selling the me to the mind, yeah? If the mind shows a slightest in- inclination of being interested in it, it will flood you with more appetizing. It's sort of like when I had the hernia. I was looking on the internet with hernia belts. Suddenly I had advertisements for hernia belts, you know what I mean? Just the slightest little interest, tons of advertisements come down. That's what the head is like. The cell thing's got to smell. It doesn't smell blood. It smells interest and attention, Yeah? If it gets you to say, oh, I think that is about me. <laughs> it's on you like white on rice. Yeah? <laughs> oh, man, I wish I could bottle it. It's so much fucking simpler than you're making it to be. It really is. It's really fucking pretty simple. When you're absent, there's the presence. When you're present, it's absent. <laughs> you're trying to get them to meet at the same time, they can't. <laughs> it just can't happen. Just give up the ghost, they can't. If you're wanting to be there to get it, that's why you're not seemingly getting it. <laughs> Whoops, here I am again. It's gone. <laughs> I mean, you can't, there isn't even a a lull, you know. There isn't even a lull when you're really, really there, and then it's really, really there. Because there is no darkness in light, yes? There is no darkness in light. If you set off out in the darkness to find the light, you'll never find it. Yeah? Because there is no darkness in light. Darkness is just the absence of light, and this light cannot be absent. Yeah, it's only when you're playing the role of being so fucking present then the light seems to get dark. You know, only seems it can only appear to be true or false to the reality. That's it. It cannot be real. That's that's the greatest news of all. It it cannot be the way you think it is. It cannot be that way. It can only seemingly be that way. And the seemingly is that it appears to be true or false to you. Your mind has the big role here. Just like they say in physics, the biggest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. You are the observer of this light, and you are the biggest, biggest influence of what you're calling your life. Because you're the seeing of it. Now, if you forego identifying Acknowledging that, you'll be the looker. You know? The seeing will be turned into a form of looking called self-centeredness. You won't see life as happening. You'll see as how it happens to me. That's not living. That's an interpretation.
Life's happening? Yes. Life's happening to you? No. That's just seemingly so. Seemingly. Look it up, man. Appears to be true or false to you. The you is the biggest player. Not this you. This you isn't. It's the I, but we're taking the I to be me. Yeah? We're taking the attributes of what you call spirit and we're applying them to a body and then we crown it with this term me. You know? Like, I am of spirit, but I'm also of a body. Give me a fucking break. Do you believe you're behind your cheekbone? Come on. When you close your eyes, do you think your, your, your range is like a half a foot, you know, from here, like this? And then there's all this huge no-man's land, and then there's another one of these islands. Oh, there's, there's Duncan. You know, let's swim through this and get to his island. None of this is being acknowledged as anything. Yeah, because we're constantly being knowledge of something. When that stops, things that you've been looking for will be found. Not by you, but as you. You will be that which you were looking for. And you've never not been that which you're looking for. Yes? can't say it any other way because that's the rub right there. If you're trying to have an experience of it, you won't get it. If you lose interest in the self, you won't be looking for it, you'll be looking from it. And you, in a sense, will be the better for it. You'll be traveling a lot lighter. Because the heaviness comes from the identification as a self. That's where the heaviness lies. The real ongoing installation of heaviness to everything. Yes, everything that you give meaning to will have a heaviness to it over the bridge of my. I saw it at this thing in Toronto. It reminded me of when I first met a guru, spiritual guru. I was, grew up a Catholic, so I had no experience of gurus, no experience of meditation, but suddenly I had tons of ideas about it. As soon as I met the topic in this template of me meeting the guru, I had tons of ideas of what a guru should be like, how, what I should be like as a devotee, what the other devotee... I mean, millions and millions of feelings downloaded over this bridge of my, yeah, and it drove me fucking crazy. What was advertised as a way out just made the fucking place I was in worse and worse. Couldn't believe it. The guy was put out, he was advertised as the Lord of the Universe and I came into a very bad situation because there I was, I didn't like the Lord of the Universe. Now that made me a whole lot of things, man. My mental state had a fucking field day. What, 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 kind of person would not like the Lord of the Universe? <laughs> I mean, I mean let, me, let me count the ways, about four years of it, <laughs> going on and on and on and on and on. Had never met anything like this before. Where did all those ideas come from? Not from my experience. I hadn't had any. They're like in, they're like in one of those, like the cloud in the internet, yeah? Tons of information, it's not in any place, it's just potentially there, and how do you access it? You hit a little key on your little programming, me, and then you become like a shoot, and whatever you meet, that gives meaning to it. 
And then you get burdened by the meaning that the mind has given to it. Yes? That's what happens all day. How can you, how can you stop this download? Well, the me is an imaginary bridge. There isn't a me. Yeah? There isn't a Paul. Then when that's true, all that just stays as a potential. It doesn't show up in your freaking life. You're free from the bondage of self. It doesn't download because it has to go through this one intermediary, the you, that takes it to self to be a me. That's what allows all these concepts to tattoo everything you've met because they weren't being tattooed when you were a kid. You were open to meet things then. Now you know everything. I know what it's going to be like. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. You, this is acquired. It's not, it didn't come organically. It's been manufactured and is being supported right now. Yeah. God forbid you would let go because then you would be, you'd realize you're what you've been looking for. But it's difficult to find if you're in time all day. If your thoughts are about tomorrow and yesterday, it's a pretty good disguise of this place. Yeah. It knows, the mental state knows, the last place it wants you is here. So what it does is it makes up a mental here. So you're thinking you're here, but you're actually, the moment of here in the mental state is chock full of yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah? It's like these two giant bookends to squeeze the moment and make it themselves, yeah? The selfing doesn't want ever you to realize where you are. Because if you did, you would sense the presence of what you are, yeah? But in the mental here, all you are is taken to be a self. You're remembering yourself by thinking about you in the past, and you're remembering yourself by thinking about you in the future. And where does the experience happen? Here. You're letting something that's not happen, not happen to contract you now. If that isn't slavery, I don't know what is. Yeah. When was the last moment you actually responded to? Instead of having to come in here with reactions to moments, which are only the past and future, when have you actually responded to one? Remember when you were a little kid, did you, when you walked in a room, was there thoughts about it? You just, just walked in the room. You didn't care if your mother and father were having sex or anything. You're, hey, now, everywhere, you, you just, it's just everything's thought so much about. Yeah. Oh, I hope they're here. I hope they don't see my zippers broken or whatever. It's, you know, some insane shit. Everyone's up their own ass anyway, so they could care less what's going on with you unless it's in relationship to them. <laughs> Seriously. So, I don't know, man. I just came back from Toronto and it's just beating this nail's head over and over again. You know, different ways, just to trigger some sense of like a. I have like a Geiger counter and I'm just trying to pick up if there's any fucking pulse in anybody. You know what I mean? Okay, all right, let's go turn it another way. You know, so something triggers so that you find, at least get a semblance of what your role really is here. You're not a victim. You know what I mean? You're not being imposed upon constantly. You have the ability to outshine the circumstances and the situations you're in. You have the ability to outshine a lot of things. 
Yeah? But we're not... That isn't brought about by affirmations. It's brought about by revelation. Yeah? In the I don't know state, you'll find out. And that's much more convincing than knowing a conceptual idea of something. You'll actually find out what that idea really means. Yeah? It'll impregnate you. Yeah? And then you'll give birth to something. Maybe serenity, maybe peace, maybe contentment. But you'll be living. You'll be the livingness of it. Yeah? Hope no more come in. I don't want to do another talk, three talks already. I just did six or something in Toronto. I'm fried. <laughs> Oops, here he's gone, Denmark. <laughs> so, you know, I have a question. Come on. Bring it on, honey. All right. Yes. So, which one should I pick? Um, the last one. Okay. If it if it's being you want to be free of it as you then it is yes mm-hmm. it'll use the freedom to tie an incredible knot in you that was the dilemma I wanted to be free but I wanted to be free as a self and the freedom is from a self it's not as a self it's not going to work so yes it does you again are you're the biggest influence of it that that desire to be free if unhandled by the selfing is awesome intent if it's claimed by the selfing it can cause you to be even more bonded that's the thing you are the main enchilada here yes if you read any like a great old Zen treatise called Faith Mind he always talks about oh the the way is clear and undisguised but if the mind in this situation is holding opinions it won't be able to see it so once again, even though the way is this you think, you're bigger than it. You're bigger than it. If you don't, if you, if you're holding these opinions to be real, you won't see the way. Even though it's brilliant and undisguised, you still won't see it. Yeah. Why? Because you're the biggest player of all. You're bigger than the way. Yeah. So, so how do we get there? Is there a way to get there? No, there isn't a way to get there. That's I'm hoping to save us time. That's why I'm here every week. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's no way. If there is a way, you'd have a you. If there was a way to find it, you'd find another way to lose it. That's the dilemma. Yeah. If you want to make it a way, fine. But you're playing with 
dynamite because your mind is split. So if you believe you can find it, you will also believe you can lose it. And that will probably both experiences will come to pass. You'll think you found it and then you'll lose it, which I hear quite a lot at the meetings I do. Yeah? People, I had this experience, but now I've lost it because you thought you had it. The one begets the other, don't you see? The feeling of having it begets the feeling of losing it. Yeah? If you gave a lot of real meaning to I have it, you're going to also give, the mind's also going to give a lot of real juicy meaning to I lost it. If you bypass one, you can bypass both. You can't take one and then bypass the other. If you bypass I, I have it, then you'll bypass I, I can lose it. That's the beauty of it. Just like an A says, you have it by giving it away. It's beautiful. If it was about having it, yeah, then you would lose it. But by, by having it, by giving it away, how can you lose it? Yeah? The only way you have it is by giving it away. And in some people's view, giving it away would be like a form of losing it. Yeah? But you have it by giving it away. This logic of the selfing can be short-circuited. You can throw a wrench in its works because it works. It's a process, yeah? It takes time and it can be paused. It can be stopped. It can be interrupted. And in, in that interruption, what you are shines clearly, yeah? Because you're never interrupted. But are you saying there's, there isn't a way? You're saying there is a way to... <laughs> yes, I'm do, we're doing it right now. Just come to satsang. Are you, are you saying there's no way to do it? You're saying both. There isn't a way to, to, to be. Exactly, exactly. And there is. Yes, because one is you involved and the other doesn't have you involved. So who, how do I get to not be one? Well, my first would be to stop asking questions and sit in the presence, sit in the space that you talked about. If you felt that space, I would never fucking ask a question. I would just be absorbed in that because that's the whole point. Yeah? The whole point is what you recognize. There's a presence, there's an act. That's rest right there. All the questions is when you're unsettled. There's no question when you're settled. When you're resting in being, I never had a, I've never had a question from there. I have questions from agitation, but I know they're pointless, so I don't go there anymore. I just feel that I just rest in the presence, and this is, you picked it up, this, this souffle has already been made in the room. There's a, like a heaviness to the presence. It's, that's the freaking advertisement. That's the, the advertisement of what's so is a piece of it. Not a fucking false claim, but you actually sense it in the room, hopefully. That's it. That's the whole point I'm here for. All the words are just a vehicle to try to allow something to get a lot of say here. And you have the antenna to pick it up. I have the antenna. You have the antenna. Everyone here has the antenna. It's just, if it's dialed at K. Paul or K. Steve, you're going to miss the frequency. It's simple. You'll be having, you'll be wondering, will it be here tomorrow? (laughs) Instead of just enjoying it now. Yeah? Yes. I don't know if I can say it any better. You know, that's all I do is try to say the impossible. It keeps me pretty light on my feet. You know, because it's an incredible challenge. It's like that jazz player with one note. He's trying to just flow around, and the note is 
indescribable. Yeah, so it's just it's an incredible challenge. But what happens is an energy is felt, a presence is felt. That's it. That's the message. That's you and I letting out our perfume, so to speak. Yeah? We just feel safe enough and then we let out the perfume and we get all get to smell it. Yeah. 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 Keep smelling that, baby. I'm serious. When your interest and attention starts going there, you'll be, you'll be the richer for it. Really, it's a damn good investment. Everything else, you're just, you're, it's always about withdrawal. This will be a very circulating thing. It's like, uh, you know, when you're in a stuffy room and you open up two juxtaposed windows and then there's a current, it feels so much better. It's the same room, but it feels so much more alive in it. Exactly. That's what it's like. Or, let's say, if you have a number of fields, and the irrigation system isn't getting to all of them. It's such a rush when you feel the water go into that field, you know. This interest and attention will infuse you with life because it's not just going hitting this self-centered idea. It'll move through, yeah, like a bee bringing back pollen. You know, it'll drop it off as it goes out to see things and then it goes into the infinity of what it is and back out seeing things. What it brings from here really leavens this event. Yes? Allows you to travel lighter here. Most people are in the loop of self-importance. That's what they call it. So here it is. I see you, 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 you. But all this seeing is going back to one you, this, yes? So it goes, boom, 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 boom. Can you imagine if it went like this and broke through the billboard of my little hologram of me, an action figure, a historical person? Now, yes, getting fulfilled, not by all the looking out here, but by the resting in here. Yeah? But when it comes back to your mental state, there's no rest for the interest and attention. It immediately gets sent down the timeline to yesterday and tomorrow. So even when you're asleep, you're under its duress. It's exhausted, because yeah? it's paying attention to all these thoughts so that it can be, you can be remembered as Steve. Yeah. This way, there's none of that fucking slavery. It just goes in, comes out, in, out. So it's like a breath that actually completes itself. Not like, you know? This is what self is like. You know? And you'll sense it. You know? You'll just feel alive, man. I'm getting older and fuck, I still I feel more alive than probably most of my life as this action figure because I was pretty much dead wood, you know. <laughs> All right, well that's it. I can't talk anymore. Oh man.